0: Welcome to Sky's the Limit with your host, yours truly, Sky Estra. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Sky's the Limit podcast. I, um, I just want to thank you first of all for being here and listening to uh, this show, and on on this day in particular in the past couple days um i as a jewish person and as a human um have been struggling in the form of what's been going on in this world in particular in israel and there's um the the great thing about this moment in time is that there are other people that want peace and want um, progress in this world. And so I'm connecting with Jewishly Liz. Um, Liz Roland is on with me today. And we're going to talk through what's going on in Israel. What is this conflict that is happening and overviewing what social media has, how to navigate that during this time? How do we share? How do we have an impact? How do we know how to vet our resources? What are we doing? So all of that to say, thank you so much. I cannot thank you enough, Liz, for being a part of this podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um,
0: Okay. So I guess first things first, we need to brief everybody on what's happening in Israel. Um, it, It seems from my world and perspective, Unfortunately, that I haven't seen but maybe two people that are outside of the Jewish community posting or having any awareness about what's going on. So obviously there is a disconnect here about how important it is for this to be known outside of the Jewish community of the atrocities happening in Israel. Um, I have on my notes here just to define Hamas. a terrorist group they are not militants they are not a government they are a terrorist group they infiltrated israel in an attack through land air and sea and a surprise attack they have slaughtered hundreds now i believe thousands um injured thousands of israeli civilians and hamas's goal is to eradicate the jewish people from this earth and to eradicate the state of Israel. I have that written down, but please fill in where you would like to fill in on the briefing here. Yeah,
1: thank you. Hamas is an Iranian-backed internationally recognized terrorist organization whose goal is to wipe out Israel, the only democracy in the Middle East. And, you know, as they say, from the river to the sea, that does not mean freedom for Palestine and Israel. That means The destruction of Israel. And this war, you know, that was brought onto Israel by the brutal massacre of hundreds and what will be thousands of Israeli citizens on October 7th is disgusting and pure evil.
0: Yeah. That was a great way to convey the enormity of this situation and to distinguish the fact that Hamas is a terrorist organization. It is internationally recognized as so. And there is no, there is no compromise here. There is no peace talks with a terrorist organization. They do not have any, any inkling or want or anything for peace. So there is no negotiating with these people. Um, And they're going to every horrible way of, um, of trying to convey like the terror in the region and anyways so one of the re- one of the things that Hamas is doing too is disseminating propaganda on social media how how are you navigating that for me when i see anything that's like pro Hamas which is absolutely just beyond my comprehension i've been reporting any of those posts and um and then blocking that account. Is there a way that you've been engaging with those types of social media posts or what do you advise here?
1: Yeah, um, you know, this social media war on on Israel is, you know, just, it's a constant. Israel's constantly facing backlash and attacks on social media and misinformation. It's really nothing new and it really comes down to people hate Jews. Um, and what's important now is to spread truth, speak up, and engage with social media posts that are sharing the truth and the reality of the devastation that is going on in Israel right now. I, um, as a social media influencer, you can imagine how many personal attacks I get on myself just for being a Jewish person. And I'll say I've never found it helpful for me or what I would say helpful for the Jewish community to really fight back against that. Because people who have baseless hatred for Jews are not going to change their minds because I messaged them something. Or because, you know, you can block them if you are feeling unsafe. You can block them if you can't, if you don't want to see that kind of content. I understand that. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that your goal going into it can be, I'm going to change somebody's mind. You are not going to change somebody's mind who wants you dead.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Uh it's also it's so important to recognize that in this moment um there's a lot of grief going on in the Jewish community and a lot of reeling and all of us as a community have to conserve our energy, to be able to put our energy into efforts that are helpful of supporting Israel during this time, supporting efforts toward peace, supporting humanitarian aid toward um, Israel. So, if you're, you know, expending energy trying to have that discourse with people that want you dead, it's not, it's not really where your energy needs to be in this moment in time, is what it sounds like.
1: Yeah. You're going to wear yourself out and break yourself down doing that. And it's going to be no avail.
0: Yeah. Well, and as you were saying too, like, this is the time for us to share and share truth in social media. Um, So, you know, we've, we've navigated a lot and you as an influencer have navigated social media through a lot of crisis, especially over the past few years through ukraine through black lives matter through covid there's a lot of misinformation with any of these big crisis of the world so what have we learned through this of how to properly share and how to vet sources what are your thoughts around those two things
1: yeah it you know it can be really hard to know what what is real and what's not, especially if you are not a person who is Jewish mm-hmm. or really understands um, what anti-Semitism looks like. But I, here's what I'll say. Anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism. There's just no way around it. Yeah. So you know, people who are criticizing Israel while staying silent on all those other topics that you brought up mm-hmm. and they're... Still, only criticizing the Jewish state—the only state where Jews are, you know, safe uh, safe to live. Mm-hmm. Your source is, is is faulty. There, you know, this is um, Israel is a small land. You know, also if you look at proportionally you know, why are people not talking about China? Why are people not talking about Iran? Why are people not talking about Russia? But they're talking about this small land size with a population of 9 million. 9 million, whose makeup, by the way, is Jewish, Arab, Druze, Muslim, Christian, and many other minorities. And they're screaming at the top of their lungs about how Israel is an apartheid state. You know, really, I can only reason that this is because of census and baseless hatred of the Jews. Mm -hmm. So if you're seeing messages from someone who is silent on anything else, but loud on anything Israel, that source is corrupt.
0: I I agree with you. I, I've been designating that. I also um, I was following Noah Tishby And um, she was having a conversation about the use of apartheid state for Israel being this horribly slanderous propaganda going around. And it's could not be furthest from the truth. Uh, Israel is a dynamic mix of people it's not only jewish people that live there as you just acknowledge there are arab slash palestinian people that live in the state of israel and flourish there because it is a democracy and the only democracy existing in the middle east and their population i I believe in the inception of israel was one hundred and fifty thousand people and now is over 2.1 million and they are an esteemed part of the society so calling israel an apartheid state when it is a democracy and the only existing democracy in the middle east is completely a fallacy and it's not acceptable language on social media
1: yeah i mean tell me how many jews live in the gaza strip or the west bank
0: Uh, in my research and opinion zero because there was an ethnic cleansing after gaza was separated from israel
1: you're right it's zero yeah It's zero.
0: Yeah. And so there there is a lot of history of Israel and Jewish people in the Middle East. But in this moment in time, Israelis, Israeli citizens, no matter what their background, although Israel is predominantly Jewish and it is known as a Jewish state, um, people of all backgrounds are being murdered and slaughtered because of living in Israel and living in this democracy. So the time is of the essence for us to share truth and to connect over social media in a positive way. So what, what is your process before you share something to social media? I've been seeing your um, your conversations with people that are in Israel currently during this time and sharing their stories. I think that is so impactful. If there are other posts that you're sharing what is your process for deciding what goes up for you and how can others maybe model that to know what is right to share for
1: them? Yeah. um, You know, it, 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 it is hard. I I can understand that somebody who's not Jewish having a hard time navigating this um, especially if they are not educated on the history Uh, of israel and its people and and by the way i want to point out one thing the people in israel the jews in israel they're not all we are all from israel you can see hebrew written thousands of years ago but these are people who have had to move to israel because they were kicked out of their countries they were kicked out of Iran. They were kicked out of Iraq. They had no place to go. Israel is their home because it is the only place that they could get to after the Holocaust. It, this is why Israel exists because they cannot exist outside of Israel. Um, you know, and and as you're as people are source looking at sources and what's real. Um, What's not is, you know, it's really difficult. And I am sharing stories of what's happening, people messaging me of what's happening inside Israel, because it's, it is just so awful that it cannot be truly covered by, by the, our news outlets. And, um, you know, we, we know that the news outlets, some of them will, will skew what is happening or not present things in a way that it's frustrating. They want it to
0: be more palatable versus like what's actually happening is what it sounds like.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, but what I'd ask people to do is, you know, share, share, um, you know, these inhumane war crimes that these Hamas terrorists are committing, you know, massacring young adults in a music festival and the ones that they didn't kill, they were raped lying next to their, Friends who are dead and, you know, bodies paraded on the backs of trucks, kidnapped mothers and their babies. Who are they now are finding burned, who are burned alive, beheaded, broadcasting live brutal murder of Holocaust survivors on Facebook. You know, it's just disgusting. And the problem here is that, you know, Hamas doesn't want peace. It's in their charter that they they will not negotiate with Jews and, you know, um, uh, a a Meyer quote I like is: "You cannot negotiate with someone who has come to kill you." And we will never be at peace with Hamas, and the Palestinian will, people will never see peace while Hamas rules. So I, I would pe- I would implore people to share stories that of what is really going on in Israel. That your sources make sure that they're coming from at least verified um, posts and people who are if anybody is justifying what Hamas is doing, your source is corrupt.
0: Correct. That is that is very like just straight advice there is don't share without considering the source. And I, I also think like if you're, first of all, th- this is not a situation that it should be hard to distinguish between good and evil here. Um, Hamas is terrorist group, Israel is a democracy. Hamas is murdering people in the most brutal of ways and torturing people. And Israel is is just trying to find a path toward peace and will defend itself when it needs to. Um, so I would also advise people who are either Jewish and need to, like, just kind of get back into learning about the State of Israel or somebody who is not Jewish and never took taken any time to learn about what's going on you know it, it might be a good time to read a book and learn a little bit about what's what's happening over here and how this is not the first time um that that <laughs> terrorists are trying to eradicate Israel um yeah. but also, that we have every right to defend ourselves in this situation as well.
1: Yeah, and I'll give a good book re- recommendation. It's called Israel by Noah Tishby. N-O-A, Noah Tishbe. It is a, um, it's an easy read. It is very straightforward, very clear with the facts. And you will understand so much about Israel once you read that book.
0: Yes, that's a great recommendation. Thank you, Liz. Um, I think another thing to... For me, has been very important. I don't know how you've engaged with this. I have not gotten on TikTok because TikTok is really a cesspool for anti-Semitic like trolls and language. Um, how are you? If you are engaging on TikTok, how are you engaging on TikTok right now?
1: Yeah, I'm not on TikTok.
0: Okay, all right. I'm.
1: I'm not. I'm. I'm getting enough on Instagram. I don't need to <laughs> add TikTok. Although. You know, there are parts of me that that think I need to be I that call me to be on there, to mm-hmm. be the voice fighting back, because I think it is so important for us to use our voice to fight this. We need everybody speaking up. Um, so I you know, there are times where I am called to be on TikTok, but I think I also want to protect myself from from that. I want I have a wall of, you know, protection where I'm I don't necessarily need feel that I need to to break that down yet
0: yeah I I completely understand that perspective and definitely from like my social media background and everything too even though Facebook and Instagram and Meta as a whole is a space where hate still exists obviously TikTok it's a little bit more open to exist it's not as um it's not as condemned by TikTok itself. So I I think in this moment in time, just keep your energy focused on Instagram. I, I think, you know, probably when it comes to kids consuming social media right now, do you think kids should be also sharing about what's going on? How should kids like be in, in this conversation or how should they be digesting? How can parents kind of put up a parental wall for their kids during this time? Because it's incredibly difficult for an adult to know what is happening in this world and function on a day-to-day basis. If a, if children are seeing what's happening in this world, I don't know how they're able to consume this amount of trauma either. What What are your thoughts around that?
1: Yeah. So I, you know, I, I, um, maybe I'm a little bit more conservative with, um, children consuming TikTok and, and Instagram. I, my kids are young, so they don't have it yet, but I will not let it, be letting my children have, I, you cannot, pr- you cannot put up enough protections to, to have your kids not see burned bodies, trucks of burned bodies, um, from this Hamas terrorist organization, they do not need to be consuming that. Um, I will also say though that um, they are warning to have your kids off of TikTok and Instagram right now because Hamas will be posting videos of these innocent civilians begging for their lives as they are captured and they have been kidnapped. So they will be posting those videos if you do not want your children consuming that. I. I beg that you do not have them on Instagram and TikTok right now. Now, teenagers, it's a different story. I'm not a teenage mom, so I I understand. I'm not there yet, but I, you know, I you know I don't know what to say to say to them. But whatever's going to help their teenagers process and understand what it is to be a Jew, and in this world, it's a harsh reality. You know, so they have to be exposed to it at some some point. Um, even my young kids. Um, We watched the news together because they are Jews and they do need to know what they are, what they are up against, even though I have young kids and I am obviously shielding them from the very graphic images, but, you know, I've got young kids and they know exactly what the iron dome is and why, why Israel needs it.
0: Yeah. Well, Liz, that's, that's really difficult parenting decisions, but it's also so important to instill that early. And The crazy thing is for anybody who is not a Jewish person listening to this episode that all of us as Jewish people, whether you grew up in America or South Africa or you're an Israeli, you were taught this stuff at an early age. Or you had to learn the history of everything so that you can be an educated force for good in this world because there is so much misinformation out there,
1: you know? yeah ex- exactly there is so much information we need to know who we are where we come from what we have survived what we have endured and that we are a strong people we are not afraid and we will we will come out of this but it is i am gutted as this is happening
0: and it's like it's one of those times where words really do not serve to share how evil these actions are. I also just want to acknowledge too that in the space that we're living in, in America or being distant from Israel, um, it just does not seem that many people outside of this Jewish bubble are taking into consideration the toll that it is taking on their Jewish friends and, and colleagues and Etc. anything that's relative to them. Um, do you have a way of expressing that to the non-Jewish community of how they could be better allies for us and understand how depleted we are at this moment in time? You
1: no, know, I saw something the other day. It said, I never understood how the world could stand silent while the Nazis slaughtered 6 million Jews. But now I understand. Now I understand. And their silence is deafening.
0: Yeah, I think that's like part of the the second punch that I think we've all been feeling too, is that not only are these atrocities happening and they're happening to our family and our friends and just to citizens of the world, in, but the fact that the people here are not standing up for what's right is a double punch i think.
1: Yeah, and it's it's baffling because it is just so i understand that peace in the middle east is nuanced, but this situation is so clear cut. This is ISIS on 9/11. It is mm-hmm. not, you know, nobody was asking, "Well, what about the families of ISIS off of 9/11?" Nobody was asking that. And I'm not i I am for a two-state solution. I believe in the Palestinians' right to determination. I do not any believe that anybody um, should raise their kids in inhumane conditions. Um, and But in the same note, Israel has a right to exist and thrive, and it will continue to do so. And unfortunately, it is going to cost a lot of lives this time.
0: Thank you for putting those words together when it is incredibly difficult to do so. Um, I just have a couple more questions for you. I know that you've got a lot going on. You know, I I also just want to acknowledge too, like Jewishly Liz as an account, in you standing up 365, 24-7, you being a part of the Jewish voice of not only Americans, but women, but Southern Jewish Communities, it really is so beautiful that that is where you're placing your platform in this world. And I just want to acknowledge how that makes me feel good that there is somebody who consistently shows her pride in Judaism every day of the year. So just, I just wanted to make sure I said thank you during this conversation and that.
1: Thank you so much. You know, Jewishly Liz was a way for me to share my Jewish life amongst the really a spike and rise in anti-Semitism. And, you know, today that means that I'm here talking to you about what's going on in Israel because you cannot separate the Jewish people from Israel. And I said it before I'll say it again, anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism.
0: Thank you for saying that too. Okay. Just two more questions for you for today. Um, do you, where can people look to educate themselves about what's happening right now? Um, two accounts that I've written down are Anti-Defamation League ADL at adl underscore national and adl.org, and somebody that you mentioned having a wonderful um book about the state of Israel at uh, Noah Tishby at N-O-A-T-I-S-S-T-I-S-H-B-Y. Um, but do you have some more accounts to add to that list for people?
1: Yeah. Um I would say um Aid. It's uh I think it's the real Basim Aid. It's um he's a Palestinian, um okay. and he's speaking up for Israel. Uh Great. Rudy is, Rudy Israel is an Israeli Jewish rights activist bringing light. Um, you know, his mission in this world is to bring light to unknown Jewish communities. And he started doing a lot of work, um showing Jewish communities in Africa, and um, he's currently fighting in Gaza right now. Yosef Haddad is an Arab-Israeli. He's a, a good follow, and it's Yosef with y, a y. Um Hananya Naftali um, is just an un- unparalleled account. He also got called to fight, and mm-hmm. his wife, wife um, who's also... Um, a influencer is is running his, his account. It's H Naftali. That's a fantastic one. Hen Mazig is a Mizrahi Israeli author and activist and founder of the Tel Aviv Institute. He is sharing really good infographics for people to be able to consume what is happening and share what is happening very easily. I really love his account. And then you said Noa Tishbi. I mean, you know, she she's giving um heartfelt updates on what is going on. Um, but I think that's a, a really good list of, of where to start. That's
0: amazing. Thank you, Liz. And I'll put that in the notes for the show too. And when I share any of the content too, I'll make sure that those accounts are noted. I think that's also just good for anybody listening to know, understand those are vetted sources. Those are real pieces of information you can take from them, learn from them, share from them. Um, so that's, That's just a great list to have on hand. Um, Another question that I have to ask is where people can donate to help Israel at this time. Um, You know, there's sometimes, you know, when some of the organizations are Hebrew names and stuff that can be confusing to people. So where are some places that you would advise people to donate and support during this time?
1: Yeah, Um, the uh, American Israeli Council, AIC is a good place. FIDF, Friends of the IDF, is a good place. Magin David Adom is yes. a place, is a good place. Um, and uh, Magin David, by the way, Adom is um, a Star of David. Um, Jewish Agency for Israel and uh, JDC. Those are all really good ones. People can also look to their Jewish federations. They will be... Um, they. I, I can't imagine that they don't. I know Atlanta, the Atlanta Jewish Federation has one. They have funds um, where they will be allocating funds directly to Israel, and I I really do trust our federations to get the money where where it belongs. So if you are just confused and do not know where to donate money, look to your local Jewish federation; they will do it for you. Thank you, Liz.
0: Yes, that's such a good point too. I saw the Jewish Federation on I believe Sunday emailed. They sent an emergency fund immediately over to Israel and. That's a great place for people to look. Um, Thank you for compiling those resources. And that's just so helpful for people to know. And I mean, honestly, the whole world should be grieving about this atrocity that's happening right now um, and the atrocities that continue to happen. But it's helpful to have an actionable and tangible step of like, how can I share to help with this? How can I share facts? How can I support um, emergency medical services during this time, or how can I support um, Israel during this time? So I just thank you. That's invaluable to have that resource. Um, thank- oh, thank go you. ahead, Liz.
1: No, I, I thank you. Know, I just want to say thank you.
0: Well, thank you, and I also just anybody listening, Jewishly, Liz. Um, like I, I already said to her, like she has been sharing. A joyful Jewish life despite the rise in anti-Semitism for years now. Um, She is very um, consistent in sharing updates and what's going on. So um, Liz, do you want to just go through and say where people can follow you and find you?
1: Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Jewishly Liz or Liz Rose. Um, And, you know, give me a follow and I I am sharing what what Jewish Americans are experiencing right now. And I'm also getting direct messages from people in Israel, everyday people, just like you, moms, dads, brothers, sisters, sons, and daughters who are sharing what they are experiencing right now. And it is horrific and their voices deserve to be heard.
0: They do. And I'll continue engaging with your post too, because it's very important to engage with the posts that are putting out this type of content right now so that more people can see them too, right?
1: Yeah, you know, and I can see that um I'm getting burnt out, you know, looking and consuming at all this. But what's important right now, people may not realize, but if you are engaging with a post, if you are liking, if you are commenting or you are sharing, you are boosting that post in the Instagram algorithm and more people are going to see it. So I know you know what's going on if you are seeing my posts and looking at them then you know what's going on and this is not new information to you and you don't necessarily need to consume what i'm putting out but what you are doing by like just giving it a heart giving it a comment on yisrael high or a, mm-hmm. a heart a heartbreaking or an israeli flag what you are doing is boosting that post and more people are going to see it and it doesn't have to be what i'm putting out it can be any of the things any of the influencers I listed before, you know, just engage with their content. The more that you do that, it is a free way to make sure that our story is being told.
0: That's such a great point. And it's it's now is the time, everybody. Please use your voice for good and support where you can. Um, Liz, again, I just can't say thank you enough. Your your voice is so it's it's just it's a great thing to have as a resource and for so many people to know you as such a joyful person and that you're coming from a place of peace and love. It's just thank you for everything you're doing. I don't have all of the words right now because, like you said, we're both a little bit at capacity and at over-consuming at the moment. But we just thought it was very important to share this information with y'all. Keep following. Jewishly, Liz. keep following these accounts we listed, and donate to um, the places that we've listed as well. Do you want a dentist that actually spends time getting to know you and your needs? A practice that not only provides regular cleanings, but also excels in straightening teeth, replacing missing teeth, and helping highly anxious patients? Peach Dental is a family-owned practice that does just that. If you're looking for an elevated dental experience, join me at Peach Dental. It's where I go to keep my teeth healthy. Dr. Resnick is offering a special discount for Sky's the Limit listeners. Get 15% off teeth whitening and a 10% discount off of their office membership plan. Visit PeachDentalATL.com to learn more and book your appointment. Again, that's PeachDentalATL.com. Thank you so much for listening. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode of Sky's the Limit, available wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow along in the meantime on Instagram at sky.estrop or sky stropcom See you next week.